How are y'all doing? My name is Aaron Alanis, host of the Get Your Shit Together podcast and CEO of Basics. We are the world's number one online health and fitness coaching service for men in business. We work with marketers, entrepreneurs, sales professionals, so on and so forth. And we really help them out in terms of building their best body ever within a 12-week time period or less. If you want more information on how Basics can potentially help you reach your fitness goals this year, go ahead and click the link below. And the URL is actually www.basicsbrigade.com. Again, you can spell that like B-A-S-I-X-B-R-I-G-A-D-E.com. And my Instagram, if you want more information there, you want to see me kind of post on a pretty regular basis, go ahead and follow me at, at Aaron Alaniz Fit. That's A-A-R-O-N-A-L-A-N-I-Z. You can find me on TikTok and Twitter with the same exact username as well. <sighs> okay. Today's topic is going to be pretty deep, guys, and the reason I'm going to say that is because I'm going to be telling you all the secret and pretty much tell you all exactly how I've been able to transform myself from an average person to a, to a fairly alpha person, if I could say myself, if I could say, say that myself, right? And I say that in a kind of joking manner, but I also say that from like understanding how other people may view me from a, from a certain aspect, right? Here's the thing. A lot of people look at me now, it's like, okay, dude, you got this. Instagram following, you are ripped, your girlfriend's hot, you're making money, you're doing this, you're doing that. Okay, that stuff is cool, but like, I'm not like you. And what my answer to them back is always like, okay, man, well, I'm, I wasn't always like this, you know, right? And today I want to kind of dip, dip into that story and really tell you all the only thing that was that pretty much allowed me to make the transformation that I truly wanted to in my life, okay? So again, before I begin, I do want to let you know that if you can't listen to the end or make it all the way through to the end of this podcast, you know, you might be leaving all of the potential that you possibly are capable of on the table. You know, and I don't know about you, but nothing is worse to me than wasted potential. And if you don't want to waste your potential, listen to this episode all the way through. And I can promise you that you'll be one step closer to it for sure. Okay. So again, when I was younger, there was a lot of things that I was dealing with, right? There were some moments when I was pretty much before my junior year of high school, I felt a little bit awkward, you know, I, I was always kind of either trying too hard to be cool or I was just like maybe purposely thinking I wasn't cool and I was sitting around with people that maybe weren't weren't the best crowd to be around. You know, I think one thing that definitely affected my self-esteem when I was a sophomore in high school was being a, a junior on the on the and not not a junior, a sophomore on a uh, actually what was it? actually here's what messed me up my junior year. I was a, I'm not even like saying it, man, because it kind of embarrasses me. Man, I guess I'm going to have to say it. It's not that big of a deal, but for someone like me that really takes pride in like how I used to do in wrestling, it's kind of harder for me to say, okay? Man, when I was a junior, I was on junior varsity, right? So pretty much meaning like <laughs> I was either playing when I, what, in junior varsity football kind of thing, right? So long story short, I used to swim in high school too, right? So like going into high school, there were certain sports that I was trying to do, but I, I never really was the best, right? I remember trying out for soccer when I was in middle school. I remember trying out for basketball. I remember trying out for a whole bunch of things in middle school when nothing ever really stuck, okay? So I ended up going into high school, and then I started running track. Then as, as I was running track my freshman year, wasn't really good at it. I was doing maybe 32-second, 200-meter dashes, and I remember my coaches would tell me, Aaron, you're running like the girls, man. You're running with the girls kind of thing. I said, man, come on. I remember there was a time when I was running track when I was in uh, my freshman year of high school. 
it was like I was doing the one mile race because they had tried me short distance, they tried me medium distance, and they finally put me in the long distance runs just to put me into somewhere, right? And then I remember one day just my parents recorded me running this mile. I remember being real, real sad, real, real sad, and be thinking because I cause I thought I got last place. Little did I know there was this video because I, I was real sad for a long time, and it wasn't until my parents saw him like, Aaron, you didn't get last place. And look, there was someone else that was behind you. And I remember just cheering like crazy, like, yes, I wasn't last place. But that's how bad I was at things because, like, I would typically find myself in last places of things, and it didn't feel good. And I remember my victory, my euphoria as a 14-year-old, 15-year-old was not being last. And that's, like, complete opposite of where, where I'm at now kind of thing. Like, I'm I'm pissed off if I'm, if I'm not first, you know, and then we're always adjusting things from there. So, again, as I started growing from freshman year to sophomore year, I was kind of decent at sports, nothing too crazy. Junior year was when wrestling was involved. but before wrestling started, football was there, right? So then football, I was a uh, I was a junior varsity player playing with sophomores, some really, really good freshmen in high school, and like the other shitty guys that were in their junior year kind of thing, or quote-unquote shitty guys. I'm not, everyone that I played with was of good character, if that makes sense, right? But people that weren't good enough as a junior to play with the varsity team. And for me, that felt like being a third grader in like uh, – in daycare kind of thing it's like you see all these little kids and it's like even then you have the physical part on them maybe but you just don't have the skill to really be good and play with the big guys and there was nothing that was more humiliating to me than me having to wear like my junior varsity jersey in this the in in the classrooms with people that were wearing their varsity jerseys and they were the men and they were starting in their in their football team kind of thing and at my school and little old me was here wearing a junior varsity jersey feeling incompetent kind of thing. And I felt like I couldn't get the girls I wanted. I felt like I couldn't be the man that I really wanted to and just really fulfill my potential in school. I know it's kind of a small story, but that definitely just carried with me for quite some time. Then I got good at wrestling and then I was doing my best there, ended up tearing my ACL, my PCL and my LCL after just overworking myself like crazy and having someone just kind of target my knee. So once he targeted my knee towards like right before my district tournament in my high school senior season, Man, I just remember just like tearing up because I had worked so hard to get really, really good at wrestling up to, up until my senior year. And again, I had two years, so I was able to condense time to be really, really good. I ended up just blowing out my knee, and then I felt like I got back into that cycle of, no, you're not worth this, you're not worth that, you're not worth that. Following that, I started doing a whole bunch of weed, started doing uh, some pills, I started drinking. I started staying up all night, I started hanging out with the wrong crowd, so on and so forth, not really knowing any better. And I was I was around people that reinforced this false belief of myself, right? Because I thought I was a loser. I was hanging out with other people that also thought they were losers. And that was who I, I identified with as, as my friends and my crowd, if that makes sense. And there's nothing worse than identifying as something that you're not simply because you're not seeing the own your own light within yourself that other people see in you. So people always told me that I had potential to do this, to be this, to act this way, to talk this way, whatever. But for whatever reason, I just never believed that about myself, you know, and it took me a long time to really come to grips with that not being the case. Right. And truth be told, it took me all, all the way up until my my 23rd year of existence. Right. So I remember I was 23. It was about August or July. OK, so just to give you even some more context. Right. After I moved back down from Austin, if you all know my story. So I moved back down from Austin after taking steroids, going broke, and feeling depressed as a result of not cycling off steroids the right way. Moved back home, ended up taking prescription medications to get better. 
And I was doing this. And at the time, since I also had experience in the gym and fitness, I was like, okay, well, let me private personal train because I was pretty much unemployable. I remember applying at freaking car washes and people weren't applying, weren't taking me in for a car washing job. I remember applying for like fast food joints. People weren't hiring me. People were just weren't hiring me whatsoever at little $10 an hour gigs kind of thing. And if that's the stage that you're at in life, cool. I get it completely. For me, I couldn't even get jobs like that. So even then you're ahead of where I was at one point, right? In my 20s kind of thing. So I started private personal training. I would go to, to people's houses and kind of train them with the equipment that they had available. And obviously once COVID hit, I was, I was kind of SOL, man. I was shit out of luck kind of thing. So I remember just feeling like, man, what am I going to do? How am I going to be able to, to, to move forward in life when it's like, I don't have a job here. I'm overweight. And I saw my parents struggling financially because I was a 23-year-old kid who or actually grown-ass man at that point, right, who couldn't even take care of himself and feed himself. Following that, I just have to, I sat down with myself and said, okay, we got to figure something out. And I remember one day, for whatever reason, I remember looking at my iPad and some other context too. I hate sounding like Quentin Tarantino, like, okay, let's move forward and then go back. And if <laughs> you know, like that storyline from Pulp Fiction. Another context thing too was that in the beginning of 2020, I ended up buying, buying a dating course. Okay. So I bought a dating course because it's like, man, I had that porn issue that I tell you all about. I wasn't really. My self-image was pretty much tarnished from all the experiences that I had being younger and me just pretty much learning the wrong lesson from, from quote unquote bad experiences, right? Me, me reinforcing false beliefs that really weren't true to begin with that then caused me to have issues with, with dating women kind of thing. And truth be told guys, like I've never really had an issue with that. I just wasn't dating the girls that I actually wanted to. And had the porn issue kind of thing and this content creator ended up making a lot of content around that particular issue. I was like, okay, cool. Well, let me just kind of see what he has going on and go from there. So I was taking the course. It was real hard because I <laughs> there's a whole bunch of other dating content creators out there that were saying, hey, you can do this and that that would be acceptable. You can do this and that would be acceptable. But the content creator that I ended up investing into, he ended up saying, no, you can't do all that. Like we, we want to set you up to be in the top 1%. These other guys are setting you up to be in the top 20 the top 15, the top 10 even, right? But I want you to be in the top 1% here. And I took that very, it, it was a weird thing because all these other people that I was I was looking at, like, okay, well, I can do this and that. Like, I can still sleep with as many girls as I want and still, still be cool with that on that side of things. But then I remember he was saying, no, you should try to do things this way. And then it took me a long time to really just say, okay, look, man, I've invested in this guy. Let me just shut off all these other voices and listen to his advice wholeheartedly and as soon as I did that my life began to change like wonders and I remember when he initially put out his course he ended up having a reading list right so there was a reading list of books in there that was maybe about 100 books okay and one of the books that was highlighted was the book that I'm about to tell you all in a bit so pretty much there was 100 books that he put in this dating course as to like extra supplemental reading okay and there was this one book in there that was highlighted yellow so out of 100 books there was one that was highlighted yellow and I always kept this document in the back of my in some kind of place on my computer, right? And I remember, like I was saying earlier, just to fast forward back, that very moment that I was looking at the iPad, I was down in the dumps. It was like August or maybe June or July or something. During 2020, when the whole pandemic was hitting, I remember looking in in like a like an iPad, right? So for whatever reason, I had the iPad camera on mirror mode. So I was able to look at myself, just sitting down at my desk kind of thing. I remember looking at myself and then I just, for whatever reason, I I was catching myself thinking negative thoughts, right? Like, oh, you're a loser, you're this, you're that, you're that, whatever. And then I decided to kind of play a very funny experiment for whatever reason, right? 
I had been thinking negative thoughts for years and years, and I just kind of thought to myself, hey, let me let me see what happens if I switch the narrative, right? So instead of saying, hey, you're ugly this, I started saying, let me see if I can view myself as like a very positive, outgoing, charismatic person. So I started doing that just in that very moment. And I kind of just shifted the way that I looked at it. Like instead of noticing the empty part of the glass that was half half empty, I started noticing the full part of the glass that was half full. I said, man, you're a good looking guy, man. You don't have anything crazy on your face. You that you think you have this, you have that, you have that, whatever. And then that was really what helped me go to the next level, personally speaking, right? I was like, damn, man, like, wait, all I have to do is change the way I view myself. And then after that, I just kind of kept that thing in my head. And then I went to the gym locally. I would just kind of view myself and walked as if I was that person that I already wanted to be, so on and so forth. And then I just had the best day ever. I remember that vividly. And then for whatever reason, some somewhere in the back of my head, self-image ended up popping up. It's like, you got to change your self-image. And I was like, wait, 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 that's crazy. And then for whatever reason, again, which is the crazy part, that book Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz ended up coming up. Now, again, there's a lot of people out there in the business space that I know of that keep this book. Give me one second. I actually have a bedtime alarm, guys, but we're going to keep on pushing. <laughs> so, again, like there's this book called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, okay? And this book is absolutely incredible because it'll teach you how to change your self-image. And again, to get back to earth, I remember that name popped up. I started looking up some reviews. It talked about the self-image. I read the book along with some positive thinking books. And then after that, I started just changing who I was, who I envisioned myself to be. And nowadays, guys, I'm exactly who I initially saw myself as. And it was the incredible emphasis to a lot of, a lot of transformation in my life. Because if I never would have changed my self-image and I never would have changed my identity in that way, I'd still be stuck because if you view yourself as a loser, you're going to stay a loser. If you view yourself as someone who's a winner, you're going to keep on finding new reasons to become a winner because that's who you actually are. If that makes sense right now, I know that sounds kind of like intangible, but guys, you got to hear me out. That's the actual truth. The reason why people are out here winning and champions and winning this and winning that is because they view themselves as champions. So they look in the outside world for reinforcement of that. It starts in the mind. And then in the real world, it'll start materializing it before you know, you know it. And again, here, here's some step by steps for you all to call it also implement to uh, to make this happen. OK, so first and foremost, you got to go buy the book Psycho Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Long story short, this book was written by a plastic surgeon. OK, so this plastic surgeon was somebody that um, he, he would kind of fix people's faces. OK, so. Say, for example, someone had like a facial disfigurement on their lip or their nose or their eyes or their cheeks or whatever the case may be. Some people, you know, he would fix like a, a deformed nose or whatever the case may be. And maybe one of the causes that they had from having a deformed nose was feeling a little low confidence when they're in the sales meeting or talking to girls, whatever the case may be. And then he's like, OK, cool. So let's let's change your nose kind of thing. For some people, they would change their nose. He would change their nose. And then they were cured. They were completely just like healed like crazy they were able to have better lives because of that surgery and it was a successful surgery however there were also some people that that wasn't the case you know sometimes he would help somebody and even when their physical form looked better you know it was actually healed they would still walk around as if they had this deformed deformed face or whatever if that makes sense right and then he's like, man, what's what's wrong with this? It's like some people, if when I fix them on their face, 
they're actually they're actually normal. You know, they can they feel like they're healed. And some people I would fix their nose or whatever, and they would still walk around as if their nose was deformed when it's clearly not. And he talks about how to change your self-image. So I'm gonna go ahead and link the link below. It's not an affiliate link. I'm not getting paid whatsoever from doing that. This is me just giving you actual advice as to what actually helped me change my life. Because if you feel like you're a loser, man, you're going to stay a loser, man. If you feel like you're a winner, bro, you're going to keep on winning, bro. If that makes sense, right? And sometimes this even goes beyond just winning and losing. This goes beyond just being fit or fat kind of thing. It's like there's some people that I know that may have trouble losing weight kind of thing, right? And it's like, hey, man, maybe you you still view yourself as a big guy. And if you view yourself as a big guy, being fit is count is counterintuitive to your actual identity. So what you have to do is you have to start viewing yourself as fit and wait for time to catch up with your actions as well. You know, it's like obviously you don't want to just do it mentally. Like you want to naturally plan your day as if you were fit. You want to walk around as if you were fit. You want to eat as if you're fit. You want to count your calories like you were fit. You want to work out like you were fit. And then from there, things are going to happen because at the end of the day, we're dealing with the way that your body responds to energy and the way it produces energy. Like this is very predictable stuff that we're dealing with here. Right. So when it comes down to it, that's the number one key that I can give you all is go go read that book and then understand that your identity is the key to everything that you do in this life regarding everything. OK, so the more that you change your identity, the better. And again, like I said, you know, my life changed like an absolute freaking like crazy, like within 90 days, I had my own apartment after living at home for a long, long time with no other options at all. No real income coming in. I just Get met my girlfriend. I got a six pack, got an apartment, started making some noise locally. And the rest is history. You know, like I've always said, you know, we're in 18 states across the country right now. We are in three other countries around the world or three total, three countries total in the world. We're in Sweden, Canada and the U.S., obviously. And it's just crazy, guys, because one thing also that you have to understand is that when you change your identity mentally, right? You're going to have to do this multiple times throughout the course of your life, because for me, I initially went, I, I started shooting for that five to 10 K mark in my business. Right. So it's like ten, five to 10 K a month mark. And me being from going from zero, really negative, if that makes sense. Right. Going to five to 10 K initially was like a really, really big deal for me. And then once I started breaking the 10 K barrier, it was just like, okay, well, I need more. And then right now I'm at that point to where I'm I'm really trying to upgrade even further. Like from a from a purely business standpoint, like I really want to get to that 50k mark, 50k a month mark, 100k a month mark, and then just kind of scale from there, if that makes sense. And in order for me to do that, I can't be the same Aaron right now doing that five to 10k a month consistently. I have to be more than that, you know. So you have to understand that when you're changing your identity, this is a constant process that you're going to have to go through through the rest of your life. You know, you have to understand that growing is merely about killing the parts of you that don't serve you anymore while building the parts of you that continue to serve you, if that makes sense. Right. So it's like it, it's out with the old in with the new and build what's already proven to work for you, if that makes sense. Rewind that several times. And then that's really the secret to this whole life thing. In general, guys, I've, I've helped tons of guys do this exact same process with one on one coaching, online support, Zoom sessions. We even included a uh, NLP, or we're actually thinking about including some NLP stuff. So if you all know Joe Johnston, trying to figure out ways to have him help some of the guys here at Basics to to help get them in, in a better state of mind with things because your identity is everything. If I view myself as a loser and I'm trying to win, my brain's going to want to find reasons to lose in order to prove myself right. It's called cognitive bias. Okay, so again, everything starts with the mind. Following that, make plans based off who you're becoming 
not who you are currently. Visualize the person that you are. Walk as if you're that person. Speak as if you're that person. Spend as if you're like that person. Save as if you're like that person. Create as if you're that person. And trust me, your business will grow. Your relationships will flourish. You will improve in your life. If you're stuck, you'll feel unstuck and you'll be able to grow into the person that you've always knew that you could be. Remember, you have to go out with the old, in with the new, and build what's already proven to work for you. Thank you all for listening. This is episode number six of the Get Your Shit Together podcast. And if you haven't got the clue already, it's time to get your shit together, man. Love you all. Talk soon. If you want more information on how basics can potentially help you build your best body ever within a 12-week time period or less, visit www.basicsbrigade.com. Again, that's www.basicsbrigade.com. You can spell it by simply following this, right? It's B-A-S-I-X-B-R-I-G-A-D-E. Just follow along with the process with the videos. Fill out the forms and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Love you all very much. I'll go ahead and clink, I'll include the link to Psycho-Cybernetics below. And it's one of the best books I've ever read, guys. So if you're really serious about leveling up for yourself, your family, your mindset, your relationships in your life, it's a must read. If you got 13 bucks to spare, yeah, it's a lot better than going, going to grab a burger kind of thing, right? Love y'all very soon and see you.